0: On this edition of Larry the Golf Guy, we talk with Kerry Cosby, who is the Director of Golf at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma, of course the site of uh, a number of major championships over the years, including the PGA Championship this year, and um, Kerry is somebody whose name um, has come up a number of times when I've spoken with some of his peers um many of whom we've had on this podcast, um, folks like um Brendan Walsh from The Country Club and Scott and I from Marion uh and others. Um and uh a number of these folks I've talked to offline and and you know kind of asked who do you guys view as a leader in the profession um and Carrie Cosby's name comes up a lot. Um and um it's not a surprise that Carrie was um named the 2016 PGA Golf Professional of the Year. That award is kind of the zenith of um, awards for club professionals. Um, And um, we have a really fun conversation where we talk about his stellar career. Um, And um, uh, he really comes from quite the golf family. Um, I kidded with him a little bit, as you'll hear, that it's akin to the Harmon family. Uh, with Butch and his brothers and, of course, his father, Claude, um, who was um, the, of the Harmon family who was at Wingfoot. And, you know, uh, for Kerry, for Kerry um, and his two brothers, all three of them uh, played golf um, at the University of Oklahoma. All three of them are involved in the golf industry. And their dad, Jerry, um, was uh, a head professional at Hillcrest Country Club in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, which is where Kerry grew up for 40 years, um, and himself won the PGA Golf Professional Year Award in 1985. So one of the cool things is that Kerry um, and his dad were the only, to date, the only father-son tandem that's ever won that top award. Um, so we talk about all of that. Uh, We talk about um, his time at Southern Hills, and in particular, um, his um, experience uh, with Tiger Woods this year, which got a lot of press, and we, we talk at length about that, and he's a real Tiger guy, so that was a tremendous thrill for him to spend the time with Tiger when Tiger came out to Southern Hills for his practice round um and um a number of other things so um and and he's such a good sport he uh was very patient because we ended up um going a little long here um so kind of just a warning this one is um close to 75 minutes um but we uh we're just having such a fun time talking that um, time kind of flew by um so hopefully you enjoy it as much as i enjoyed um talking with carrie um so up next Kerry cosby um director of golf at southern hills country club on this episode of Larry the golf guy well welcome to another edition of Larry the golf guy um and we've uh, been fortunate enough to have a number of um leading directors of golf at some of our greatest clubs across the country we've recently had Scott Nye, Brendan Walsh and Certainly adding to that list, I am so happy today to be joined by Carrie Cosby, who is the director of golf at the Great Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa. Carrie, uh, thank you so much for making time for us today.
1: You bet. Good to be on with you, Larry. It's uh and, and that's a good group of guys to, to be mentioned with for <laughs> sure. So all good friends and and really, really good at what they do or what um, we all do. Uh,
0: yeah, you all are, and, and appreciate that. So um, maybe just to kind of get rolling a little bit and kind of go back to kind of where you got started, uh, growing up, um, right. uh, in, in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Um, I know your, your, your dad and your mom were from Texas and, um, I think right. you ended up uh, they ended up at, uh, there because of uh, your dad, you know, taking the job where he was for a very long time as the head pro at Hillcrest Country Club. So, right. what was that like growing up in Bar- Bartosville and and growing up around a golf course like Hillcrest?
1: Well, it was you. you, you certainly don't realize it, like all of us, uh, when you're younger, how great something is, uh, and my parents are both from Texas. My dad from West Texas, my mom from kind of Houston and South Texas, her family. And I was born in San Antonio. My dad was working at Oak Hills country club, a, a great Tillinghouse course he used to have the Texas open there. Right. Working for a legendary club professional, Hardy Loudermilk, who was the 1968 same year I was born 1968 uh, professional of the year. And, uh, he had worked for Warren Smith at Cherry Hills. Um, mm. And and the and the hospital that I was born in actually was adjacent to the the practice range at Oak Hill, so literally born kind of into the <laughs> into the game. Um, my yeah. parents moved to Bartlesville, which is a very unique small town of like thirty-five to forty thousand because of the oil and gas industry. Phillips Petroleum right uh, was was headquartered there until around two thousand when they moved to Houston with with Conoco, but. Also, in addition, there's city services started there, um, the HC Price Oil Company, which built the Alaska Pipeline, or, or part, a big portion of it. There were multiple uh, oil and gas companies, the Foster Family, which is a very famous oil and gas family uh, family in this part of the world. So it was a very um, unique town, actually had a, has a downtown. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, those corporations poured a lot of money into the into the schools and the, and the, and the city as a whole. So it was a, a little, uh, you know, again, you, when you're 16, you're ready to get out of small town, Oklahoma. And you look back of that was a little bit of utopia, how good that yep. place was. And I'm sure Philcrest um, uh, is an old Perry Maxwell golf course that opened in 1926. And uh, Frank Phillips actually, and, and his son uh, wanted a club like some of the places they were visiting, and so they, they hired Perry Maxwell to do the golf course, and then they hired uh, their first golf professional was, was uh, a guy named Jimmy Galane, uh who came from the Broadmoor. And you think about that these days that oh, wow. the Hillcrest in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, hired the pro away from the Broadmoor. So, wow. The uh, um, uh, my dad was there for 41 years to the day, I started in January of '69, and, and retired December of '9. And uh, the the club and the membership treated my brothers and I just uh, better than we ever would have could have deserved. And so um, we grew up out there. We we my, you know we hung out at the pool. We all our friends were there. We worked in the in the back. And we called the rack room at Hillcrest. You know, picking the range and cleaning carts and and kind of whatever else was asked of us. Um, and, we, and we played a lot of golf out there. We played with the members and the in the games out there. We. You know, we worked with member guests. We did all those things. We, we literally grew up out there. And uh, it was just a special, special place, a special time. Uh, and, you know, Hillcrest at that time had, I think, 650 members doing 35,000 rounds. I mean, it was, wow. I have members wow. here that, that called on, they called on, um, people in, in, uh, Bartlesville, they said, you know, every time I went to Hillcrest, you know, the one thing I always remember is that, that every grill room was always full at lunch. It was always full of happy hour. And that's, that's how I remember it as well. It's just, it was just a, a really cool place to grow up and, um, and had, you know, my mom's still alive. My, my dad passed away a couple of years ago, but they were just, um, they're just the best. And, uh, my mom is, uh, you know, still still teaching us to this day. And, and, um, you know, of course we, we cherish the, the lessons that our, that our dad taught us because my brother, all three of us are in the golf industry in different capacities, but we're all, I know we all use the, um, the things we learned from him and, and from our mom, uh, as well. Uh, you know, I, I don't say, you know, from my standpoint, probably almost more from my mom, just, uh, uh, just a special, special lady. But, uh, yeah, so as you can tell, I'm very thankful for the time I uh, that I spent at Hillcrest in Bartlesville and uh, graduated from there and went to, went on to play golf at OU or University of Oklahoma.
0: For sure, and I and I and and I know both all of your brothers, your whole family, you know, really in golf. Yeah. and Your two brothers being players. Um, so, did you play much tournament golf as a junior? Um, I'm sure. I mean, I know you played for the Sooners, so I assume you played on your high right. school team and must have played some. I
1: did. Golf. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, junior, there, there's not, there's so much more access and, and, and ways to compete these days. Uh, my dad was instrumental with two or three other guys in the section, starting our our, our South Central PGA section junior tour, and um, my first uh, golf tournament I played in was the state junior. The Oklahoma Golf Association had a, you know, had, a, had a, still does of course, had a state junior. And uh, I wasn't. I was playing. I played four sports in the high school. I played football, basketball, baseball, and golf. And wow, Yeah. I love I love baseball as much as I love still today. I I, I watch, I'll watch bits and pieces of all 162 Dodger games. I was going to um, say, yeah,
0: yeah, I don't want to miss that. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking to someone who, <laughs> yeah. who grew up in Oklahoma and still there. <laughs> How did you right, become a right. Dodgers fan of all things?
1: Okay, yeah, that's a that's a long straw. Finish up the junior golf. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. To, uh, no, you're good. So, <laughs> so I was playing a lot of sports. I played, the, I played the state junior when I was 10 at Seminole, the Jimmy Austin oh. golf course in Seminole, Oklahoma, not the Jimmy okay. Austin in OU. There's there's the same, same guy, but different, different places. And um, so I kind of, you know, played a little bit, but, it, but it was more of a seasonal sport for me, even though I was around it mm-hmm. the whole time. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd get immersed in the football then basketball then baseball and, and golf too in the summer. And, but there wasn't baseball going on, you know, it stopped kind of July 4th. And, and so I'd play some golf and I was doing that. And then as I, as I got into, um, into high school, my freshman year in high school, our team won the state. We had, had a great, great high school coach who, um, was really ahead of his, ahead of his time. He's also the bas- basketball coach and, and uh, a guy named King Bruno. And, uh, we won state junior when I, or state high school tournament when I was, um, a freshman, we had uh, like two or three seniors and a junior and myself and and um, um, that kind of you know that was my first kind of taste of team golf and doing that mm-hmm. and then I I kind of got was getting burned out on on uh, basketball and didn't have much fun there and um, I was fr- down to playing football and then baseball and golf were kind of conflicting and I, I I at some point I decided I wanted to play try to play college golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was starting to learn more about that, and and uh, in fact, probably the only time my dad ever questioned me—I don't know about my brothers—on sports is when I told him I wasn't going to play football. I mean, he's from West Texas, right? So
2: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: you know, <laughs> and, and and football in Oklahoma is pretty big, and I played quarterback, and and he's like, "You're going to what?" <laughs> I said, "Well, I'm going to I'm going to play golf this fall. I'm going to try to try to catch up with some of the people that I'm I'm going against." Um and try to play college golf, he's. Are you sure? You know, and he he, he really questioned me because I think the, the football deal was a big deal to him as well. But, um, so I was I was able to, to um, you know, at least be good enough to, to get a an offer at uh, at OU, and and it was a, it was that was kind of a big deal too because my my parents were big Texas fans, and mm. uh, so they were they were some of the you know the lone horn fans uh in Bartlesville because it was as you would guess a lot of OU a lot of OSU actually a lot of KU just because of the proximity to yeah I would would think I would think uh, it'd be full of Sooners
0: and Cowboys and
2: not a lot of Longhorns
1: Cowboys and (laughs) not a lot of Longhorns so uh when when um I decided I was gonna go to OU um you know I think it paid my parents for a little bit but you know, they finally saw the light and realized that was a way better school, a way better place to play golf and than Texas, you know, and they, <laughs> my mom, but you know, kidding aside, my mom wouldn't, uh, my freshman year when, uh, the OU Texas game, she wouldn't cheer for either team. She said, I can't cheer against, um, the university of Texas, but I can't cheer against my son. Right. You know, but by year two, she had her, you know, had her face painted with sooner schooner and, and would you know, yelling at Texas. So. She 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 flipped over to be a, a diehard Sooner. So she, she called me the other day uh, upset about something going on. So so she's a, uh, a die in the wool Sooner at this point. But uh, wow. so my brothers um, were very good junior players, uh, still very good players. And, and so all three of us ended up playing there. So I got to play with Craig a couple of years, and then Craig got to play a couple of years with Chance. Uh, we're basically three years and six years apart uh, be- between us. So. Um, still very involved with the program, very proud of Coach Hibble and um, what he's done there since, since he took over and, and uh, try to support the program however we can, financially or otherwise.
0: No, that's great. I mean, you know, was, I'm just listening, just thinking, have, have you run across Nikki Gatch at all on PGA? You know, she's a Southern California PGA pre- incoming president. I don't know if you've run across her, but. Um, no,
1: no, I haven't. Yeah.
0: But but she is, um, she kind of, the reason I mentioned her is just, is she is a dyed in the wool Oklahoma state person. she probably like to show okay. me that knows okay. I'm talking to her sooner, but I know the rivalries <laughs> you guys have. Um, but no. that was cool. Yeah, you're pretty good. Yeah. You understand. I mean, I, I just played with it. She, you know, got all the, all, she's a big Ricky person um, as you might imagine. Yeah. Um, but, but in yeah, any absolutely. event, yeah, but the, um, no, you got, that's great. I didn't, I know that your two brothers played there. I know if I'm remembering right. I mean, Craig in particular, I think was a two-time all American there. Right. Um,
1: in Craig, Craig had a, a fantastic career at OU one of those natural strikers of the ball. He'd kind of fall out of bed, hit it right in the center of the face every time. Uh, he certainly had the best, um, of, of the three of us resume. He, I, I would say he was one of the best five ball strikers in college his last two years. Um, wow, and, uh, just a real, real gifted, um, swinger of the club and a uh, very good competitor as, as, as his chance. Um, but, um, and we all, you know, we all still love it. I, I would, I, I yeah, you know, I think that happens as you get older that, you know, you're you know, your skills are going to diminish or they already have. And you, you just, so you appreciate the game a little bit more and I'd, I'd play all day, every day if I could, I, I think that helps me. Um, in, in what I do at the club is that I, I love golf. And I think that that is, that is the number one thing that anybody that does what we do, you, you need to, you need to love the game yeah. uh, or you're just not, I don't, I don't think you can, I just, I may be wrong, but I just, my opinion, I, I think that the, that a love for the game certainly helps you become a better golf professional.
0: Oh, I'm sure There's no doubt. And we will, we, we'll talk more about that, but I, I have no doubt that's true. Yeah. Let me just ask you just sticking for the, with the college days for a minute. <clears throat> so you're, uh-huh. you're, you're at, you're at, um, university of Oklahoma, you're playing golf. You're obviously a gifted athlete with all the other sports you play, but you're focusing on golf and you're at, at, you know, in college. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk to me, like, what was your thinking? I mean, I guess, when did you think that she, you know, I'm not just going to, you know, play golf in college, I'm going to try to make a career out of it. And I guess the second question, you know, kind of um, off of that is sort of as you you thought about that, did you at any point think she I'm going to try to do it as a player or did you kind of know that, you know, once you decided that you wanted golf to be your career, that it was going to be, you know, on the non-playing side, whether, you know, club professional right. or what have
1: you. Yeah, I, I, um, I wanted to play, right. I, so I grew up in the business that, you know, my dad was, is, uh, is the best I've seen in the, in the, in the club business. And, um, so I, I but I never really thought about that because I was, my focus was to play. Uh, craig actually initially did not have any interest in playing mm. and and uh chance went to work for Ping out of school and i 'm not sure if he had or, or didn't craig Craig after a couple of years of working he he and my dad worked he worked as an assistant for my dad mm. and that may have been what driven him to want to play more <laughs> just <laughs> two of those guys by but but um um but I wanted to play and, and uh you know. If, if I had a mulligan playing wise, I would have not just worked hard. I would have worked smart. I didn't, I didn't, um, I thought just working hard would get it done. And so I wasn't efficient. I didn't, uh, I didn't work as smart as, and what I mean by that is not just how you practice, but also kind of learning my golf swing better. My, I think my dad probably would, would say that, uh, he was probably a little cautious or a little worried about us being, you know, too wrapped up in mechanics as club pro kids and the mm-hmm. exposure you can get, um, you know, in that in that world. That he really so consequently, all three of us had very good short games. You know, we, he did really help us much with the short game. He'd just play with better players and go kind of figure it out, put balls in places that you can't imagine, and figure out how to hit the shot. So all three of us were really good around the greens. Mm-hmm. and on the greens um but I, but i didn't know when i saw ball doing something uh going a certain way i didn't know exactly how to fix it and so i i didn't turn okay rounds into into good rounds or bad rounds into okay rounds and
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, i was kind of either like if i was hitting good then i play great if i if i um if the wheels were a little wobbly i didn't have a way of getting on there so i didn't work very smart looking back on it and i've i've, I've passed that you know i've had that conversation with my son who, who, who at 14 loves to play, mm-hmm. that hey, it's important to kind of split the difference here and not be too mechanical and get wrapped up in the track man and the, all the things right. that, that they're exposed to today, but also to learn your golf swings. So when you see a, a shot, you know how to rehearse the right way, ditch it and move on down the road. Right. But, um, so I want to play. And then I, so I had a, a, you know, a group of guys from, um, from Bartlesville that were supporting me. I think the same one that supported Craig when he went out there to play.
2: Okay. And
1: uh I had I had some money for the. I, I played a couple of years. You know, I just kind of like I said, it's kind of either be hot and cold, and and I uh, wasn't playing great. And um, I was looking for some winter work. I called Hugh edgman who was the president of Oak Tree Properties at the time on Landmark Land, and yeah, I said, hey, I'm looking. You know, clean the cards. I'm so I'm 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 really good at cleaning clubs and picking the range. that's all I've ever done since I was born. <laughs> you know, and I've known I've known Hugh for you know, my whole life. And he said, well, you can do anything you want here, but we've also got an assistance job that's open mm. and um, you're welcome to talk to us about that. And so um, that was the winter of 93 or four. I can't remember. And I, and I went and talked to him about it and uh, said, Hey, you know, you're going to get to play a lot of golf here. It's kind of a golf club. Uh, don't do a ton of rounds. We expect the pros out, you know, every afternoon playing with us. And so I played every other day and I started playing really good. Um and then I got a call from Dave Bryan at uh for I, I worked there for a couple of seasons and was doing great at the club pro level and and was playing around all the oak tree guys. Um at that time, Willie Wood and, and I was gonna Andy say Dillard there were the and, Edwards brothers, I
0: right? I mean there was a ton of them right there. Edwards were of... a little bit
1: older. They they weren't around there, but uh Verplank, okay. Scott Verplank was nurse oh, injury Scott. at Nurse okay. at that time.
0: I'm showing, um, I'm showing my age there. here, but you carry, I'm a little older. Yeah, right, right, right. No, you're,
1: you're good. You're good. So the, uh, and, uh, and Willie, Willie and, and actually Diller got me in more trouble than they did probably help me. But, uh, know, uh, no, I'm just kidding those guys, but the, the, so, and then I got a call from Dave, Brian, who was the, the director of golf here at Southern Hills and, and just said, Hey, we've got a spot open. Would you be interested in interviewing for it? And, uh, I said, sure. So I, I came over here interviewed and uh, growing up in this part of the state and this part of the country, you know, uh, Southern Hills was the, was the pinnacle. Right. And, um, my first, my first, um, professional golf tournament, really any sporting event, a big sporting event I went to was the 1977 US open when I was eight. And, uh, so I had, you know, uh, these huge you know great images and, and memories of Southern Hill so to come here and interview as an assistant you know they offered me the job and um, it's when I was here that I that I you know developed okay I can I want to do this for a career and I want to yeah. I want to, this is I, I think I can be successful at this and and then you know the way the membership here treats the the staff and uh, it, it it felt, felt very much like the way we were treated at, at Hillcrest um, mm-hmm. and um, really a really neat uh, relationship with everybody here. And, and so when I drove out, you know, I drove out of here to go to Wichita Country Club, which was another special place. Uh, it was, you know, it was an emotional time because the, these five years I was an assistant uh, um, here were influential on me. And, uh, you know, they helped me get the job at Wichita Country Club, which is a uh, really cool uh, club established in 1900. It's in its current location since 1950, and it, it, the location it's on right now is on the old Vickers Estate, the Vickers, as in Castle Pines Vickers.
0: Oh, yeah, that Castle Pines, uh, Jack Vickers, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That,
1: Jack Vickers, that, so he grew up there, and he had, all the Vickers kids uh, went to school in Tulsa, at Castle Hall and Monte Casino. The, Oh wow! So i didn't
0: know that okay. kind
1: of all full circle deal uh you know throughout and and um so i spent 15 years at, at wichita country club and and um well it was a special special time and we still miss our friends there and and hey you know uh, great appreciation for that club and for the membership and just love the place and one of our former assistants at which LCC is now back as the head professional and he's doing a great job. To, um, you know, it's, it's, so I still, I talk to somebody from which I've to once a week probably. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's a really, really, really great place to us. Our son was born while we were up there. Um, you know, a, a lot of those great memories. And then uh, when Southern Hills um, came open, when Dave retired after 26 years and I interviewed here, you know, it was a um, obviously a great honor to come back and, and uh, be in my home state, you know, which, which was, which was uh, neat as well. And, and um, they've, they've, they treat us, we've been here eight years now and uh, very fortunate to, to be here. And, and uh, Banks, my son is loves it. And he's he'll probably be here in about uh, 30 minutes to practice a little bit. And so, so it's a, it's a, it feels very much to kind of look at him and think of my time at, at Hillcrest and and very, very lucky to be kind of a life in the game, so so to speak, uh, just, uh, just as my brothers have.
0: Yeah, really. I mean, I was, you know, in thinking about it, I mean, you know, you, as you mentioned, you start out your first sporting event, let alone golf, you know, event is going to the 77 Open right. where, you know, Hubert Green won, I think famously, right? I think he had the death threat, right. <laughs> you know, coming down and he kept playing. Death threat right on
1: 15, yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right.
0: Right, and 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 I remember watching that. Um, and remember, remember even back then watching that 18th hole, thinking what a hard hole that was. And and of course, I mean Southern Hills has yeah. such great lineage. I mean, you know, going back further, Dave Stockton, yeah. you know, beating Palmer in '70, going back to Bolt and you know '50s. I mean, lots of great right. history there. Um, and um, but for you, that must be just it must be such a neat thing that you know, that's where you sort of first, you know, saw a professional golf. you're an assistant there after college, and now you come back as the director. I mean, that's just, it's what a wonderful, you know, closing of the circle, right, to come back, as you say, it is clearly the pinnacle of golf and in that part of the country.
1: Yeah, it it is. And it's, and if you've been here, the the drive in is spectacular. So it's, you know, every day driving in there, it's, it's pretty cool. And, um, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it, you know, like I said, just coming here when you're eight and, you know, you still, I still remember, you know, everything about walking around. the got just cause it was such a lasting impression on,
2: sure.
1: you know, on an eight year old. Uh, yeah, I, at I, one time, I, I don't know, but, um, they, the cups that they served to the coax in, uh, had every winner of the previous U S opens from 1895 to oh, to wow. 1976. And so at what, you know, I had that sitting on my, you know, my desk in my room and back in Bartlesville, and I had every name memorized. And, um, <laughs> so it, it was, it, so I, so I, this was, this, I don't know if my mom, mom probably still has that cup laying around in a box somewhere up in the attic, but, uh, uh, I kept all my pencils and pens and stuff like that to do homework, with, you know, in that, in that Southern Hills, uh, cup. So it's, it is, it is, uh, it's crazy to drive in here every day and go to work here every day and take care of the membership here um knowing that and, and, and you know being here for the for this past year's uh, PJ championship it's um watching my son be exposed to that at at uh he, he, he turned 14 right basically the week of the tournament and uh it, it's it is a full circle it's time it's time to loop uh that's for sure
0: it's all aw- it's awesome um You know, I want to talk a little more about Southern Hills, but I I did want to and we touched on your family a little bit. I mean, the more I sort of read about it, Uh I had not appreciated that you guys are I think truly the first family of golf I mean you know uh, butch and the Harmons <laughs> need to move over a little bit uh, certainly first family of golf in Oklahoma I'm i thinking you know why I mean, with with Craig at Oak Hill next year for the PGA and you this year you guys should be having a home and home or something with the brothers that,
1: yeah that's right we, we should we should we should have something that, that that'd be great that's uh, <laughs> um, my dad i actually knew, knew the Harmon, you know, brothers. Uh, I know he knew Dick very well from, from River Oaks when he was right, down there River and, Oaks, right, and uh, so, yeah, we, yeah. So yeah, he spoke very highly of, uh, their father, um, who was the opposite wing foot, master's champion, and all of that. So um, yeah. uh, we, we, my dad and I shared the book that, uh, Butch wrote about his dad. Um, uh-huh. and, and it sounds like, it sounds like their dad was very similar to my dad. There was not a lot of gray area in my dad's <laughs> world it was black and white pretty 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 uh straight lines there and that it sounds like mr Harmon was was pretty similar but yeah, uh, yeah it we, does it does and we, it's, um, i mean
0: speaking of that it, it sounds like your dad was a hogan guy if i'm if, i mean I've, I've seen the pictures with him and oh the
1: if there ever was one yeah if there ever was a hogan guy it was you know him he grew up in west texas and and yeah you know mr hogan and, and mr nelson those were those were yep. revered names in our house and and uh he was on his advisory staff for 25 years My, oh for when you i know, mean like, for the like, ben like hogan
0: much. company for the clubs you mean yeah
1: he's on the wow. his advisory staff of like 12 guys that came in yearly and spent time with with mr hogan and and uh uh you know like like many people in that generation you know your your first set of clubs was a, was a little bend set or and uh you know then a cut down of his his old apexes yeah and, yep. and uh, i know my my first junior tournament you know at that seminal i mentioned earlier was i used a hogan golf ball i used to <laughs> used a, a bullseye putter but i used uh hogan clubs all the way through the bag so speed slot driver and fairway woods and totally and, uh, and the hogan apex yeah all the way through so he. He was very much a, a Hogan guy, and and uh, the ink, the grit, and the work ethic, and those things lined up with my dad, and and um, uh, you know so. Uh, in fact, when my dad passed away, he he kind of there were three gifts that that um, that my mom gave my brothers and I, and and my my youngest brother Chance was. He's turned into kind of a famous still now, but it. Uh, um, Offset smoker that my mom had made for him a long time. My dad loved the barbecue and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and grill and do all that stuff. And so, uh, Chance got that. Uh, my mom, and think for their think for their first anniversary, she bought my dad a Rolex back when Rolex first came out, and uh, he wore it till the day passed away. Um, mm. And so she gave that to Craig. And then I got the uh, limited edition set of Hogan irons that have never been oh. out of the out of the, the wooden case, um, that, uh, you know, numbered and signed by Mr. Hogan in the whole nine yards. Oh, so that wow. was, that was just three wow. gifts that, that, that we got. So, so, um, yeah, so all, all three, you know, very appreciative of, of, of what we got. And, and, um, yeah, so he, Ben Hogan was a, was an icon of our house. That is for sure.
0: I can only imagine, you know, I, I used to like you, I mean, and, I love those Hogan Apex irons. I played those. I mean, I was. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I had the red, white, and blue Hogan golf bag. I had, you know, the yeah, irons. Absolutely. Remember, remember right. the wedge? I think if I am remembering <laughs> oh, yeah. right, the wedge was called equalizer. the equalizer, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, those clubs absolutely. were e- great. The
1: equalizer. That was, that was it. They and were. I.
0: You know. It was sad what happened to that company, you know. I mean, change, you know, is inevitable. Yeah. But you know, when it got sold all those times, and then kind of went. I think Spalding ended up buying the, the the trademarks and kind of went away. And but um, they were great right. clubs in their day. One other thing I I, I should mention, um, you know, sort of we were talking about you with your dad. I mean, so I mean that must have been so cool for you. And and he was still with us when this happened in two thousand sixteen for you to be, you know, really mm-hmm. to. Be, win the zenith of 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 the profession, the PGA Professional of the Year Award in 2016. And he had won it in 1985. And I think this must still be the case. Right. You guys must be the only father-son tandem to have won that. And for him to be here and see you win that. And I think that was the same year he was um elected into the um golf hall of fame in Oklahoma, that must have been very special.
1: No, that that it's 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 it, um yeah really really special the the, um, uh, you know, especially now, you know, th- that, uh, that he's not with us and to, to share that with him. And, um, you know, I got a, I got a, got the call from Derek Sprague at the PGA. I was, I just picked up my son at a camp in kind of west side of town and we had stopped to get a, to get a water. It was a hundred you know, five degrees here. <laughs> so it was, we stopped <laughs> to get a water and I, and I got this call and, and uh Anthony didn't you know, so anyway, it was it was a special call and and uh um to call my dad and let him know that was a real you know thrill for me. because uh, I was I was in the in the living room when he got the call in nineteen eighty five. Oh wow. And, uh, wow wow. And my, yeah. So my 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 youngest brother Chance uh uh who I mentioned was nineteen eighty five was, you know, nine or ten years old and, and he's like, No, wait a minute. How'd you beat out Jack Nicklaus? So you know he he didn't quite understand at that point what uh, what that award was, but he didn't yeah. make any sense to him. But he, he he beat out Jack Nicklaus. But um, yeah. So to and and that's um that was the hundred year anniversary of the PGA, and so the right. annual meeting or the awards right. dinner was it was in New York City, and my parents and and uh, my family and my brothers and their families were. We're all in in attendance, and um, they brought my dad, uh, Dave Mart Jr., uh, who my dad and Dave Mart Sr. were were good friends um, uh-huh. back in the days in Texas playing yeah. the of Pro Am and all that. They they uh, uh, he brought my dad up on stage, and it was it was a really cool moment, a great picture that I have that uh, um, you know that I'll I'll have in the office and on the wall forever. Uh, so especially especially now looking back on.
0: Very cool. Very cool. And, and yeah. um, uh, that, that's wonderful. Um, so let's go on. So l- let me go back to Southern Hills where we are today, where you are today yeah. and lots going on and, and it has gone on. Of course, we'll get to the tournament for this year, but I wanted to ask you a little bit um, about the Gil Hans restoration um, uh-huh. of, you know, and it's, it, it's funny. I mean, I, I had not realized that um, uh, Hillcrest was Perry Maxwell as well. Um, obviously, Southern Hills, right. of course, is um, uh, not too far uh, from Wichita is Prairie Dunes, another, you know, Perry Maxwell gem, right. which I'm sure you've played. But but, um, you know, the 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 gem of the gems for Perry Maxwell is Southern Hills. And um, Gil Hansen, of course, is, you know, had developed just a tremendous uh, reputation of. Um, you know, restoring some of the classic courses. I mean, there isn't a course seemingly (laughs) that's, you know, of that vintage that's uh, a major championship worthy that hasn't been touched. I mean, out here, LA country club, where, where the open is next year, you know, uh, Brookline, you know, he's been a consultant a long time, but I just, I'm curious to talk to you about, because you were there when you saw it unfold, because I just look at the Mm -hmm. before and after pictures um well you know which there was of course a lot of press about it leading up to the pga this year and it's just right from from, from just a distance which is where I am it just looks remarkable at the job he did recovering all of those streams and restoring all of those runoff areas yeah. it just looks fabulous
1: yeah it's it's he's he's the best I mean it's it's um as everybody knows and one of the things that I think This is just my summation after watching him. And I did a little, you know, due diligence on my own with some of the club professionals at at places that he had worked previously And I think the thing that that makes Gil and Jim Wagner and and his crew so, and and their, their crew um, so special is that they're very mindful of the original architecture
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and they're very mindful of the people who play it every day. You know, in our case, we have, you know, we're going to have a, a major championship probably every um, 10 to 12 years based on our history. But the people who play it every day and, and, the, and, the, and the original architecture, I think, I think Gill's signature is not leaving its signature. And I think it's appreciated by places that, that have famous architects, you know, their the original architects, you know, whether it's Maxwell or Ross or Raynor or McDonald or uh, Tillinghast, any of those. Uh, and um, he he opened up a, you know everywhere that we had a pipe underground is now back to a, a creek like it would mm-hmm. be when when uh, Mother Nature uh, put it there and and you can't tell if, if we went around and walked all eighteen holes there's no chance you could guess what was there and what what is what is the gill and gem mm-hmm. and um, it's it really opened up the property the club had taken out a, a number of trees up into that to that point uh when i was an assistant it was basically a you know it's a single file corridor trees hanging over the fairways not much rough because it just wasn't any sunlight i mean we had carts that would come back in with you know branches sticking out of the roof of the cards that's how low they were when in oh, the, wow in the late 90s <laughs> and, and uh and so and over time they kind of kept you know to john slinsky who was, who's now at Coach close charlotte uh, and then the rust and then, and then the work with Gil just kind of slowly kind of open up the views, got the, tr- the trees kind of pruned and healthy. And, uh, it's a, it's a he- heck of a property, uh, piece of land when you, when you can see it, you know, more and you see more movement when you're, when you're out there now than, than you did prior. But he restored the edges of the greens, uh, which, you know, uh, maybe has not quite endeared him to the membership, <laughs> you know, as he, as he wanted to see. Uh, Hans is now a verb, uh, when, you know, when a ball ends on the green and rolls off and, and rolls <laughs> up a pace off because everything right. is, everything, everything is, um, um, you know, closely mowed. We just know we mow from tee fairway, green strand, right into the next tee and a ball that you know, if it has the wrong spin or a wrong, uh, distance, it can, it can, it can go a 30, 40 yards, uh, you know, the wrong direction away from the hole right but he restored all of the um all of the edges of the greens back to the kind of the maxwell rolls and and so to speak the interior concerts are the same the uh teeing areas you know it's it's uh what i thought was neat is yeah we we could make it 7600 yards for uh the the tour uh guys coming in but we also can play it at 4600 yards or oh about, wow
0: what uh, variability our, that's fantastic yeah, yeah
1: so we have. Yeah, depend on the weather, depend on the, who's playing, depend on the whole location, all those things, we can really create some variety. Which is tough to do you know, at an old club is to, is to have different looks uh, for you each day. And so um, our, our superintendent is best in class, Russ Myers, and uh, he and Gil had done the work together at, uh, at LA Country Club. Russ was here, went to LA Country Club, and then we were fortunate enough to get him back in 2016 and uh we started doing the, you know planning the project with gill shortly thereafter and and uh so those two guys working in, in in unison um were great and of course the the technology that i'm sure you've heard about uh the hydronics uh, the heating yeah. and cooling underneath the underneath the greens is a total game changer you know our summers are hot um as everybody knows and uh, we can trick the greens into thinking it's may or september even when it's Mm. 105 and we don't Mm -hmm. have fans. We don't have, we really don't even have to get out and, you know, syringe much uh, as well. And we had a really hot summer this year. So um, it makes for the other parts of the year, even better just because the golf course isn't, isn't uh, under stress. as It comes out of the the summer much, but it's been remarkable. the, The feedback from the players, feedback from the media after the, after the PGA championship was just, if I was, if I was hopeful that it was, you know, X. It was Z. You know, it was it was um, uh, just really really popular. And it's, it's it tests everything. It's a little wider, probably off the tee than it than it um, uh, than it was back in you know seven or uh, 2001 for the U.S. Open. And it's funny. I'm not going to mention names, but uh, one of the one of the guys in the senior PGA was asked uh, by one of our members kind of this this spring before the tournament, what thought would win and Oh, you know, 13 to 15 under, you know, it's much wider than it was back then. And, and, uh, I'm thinking there's no chance we've had one person. We've only had, I think now after eight majors, 41 people have broken par. And yeah, no, eight it's, tough. So, <laughs> it's, so it's tough. So so it's a tough, it's a tough track It's yeah. And, uh, uh, so, um, uh, it's just, it's, it's, a it's, a, it's, a, it's, a one you can play every day. Cause it's a real challenge from, uh, number one, all the way to number eighteen.
0: Yeah, no, it it and it 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 just looks spectacular. So um I do, you know, speaking of uh, the senior PGA championship, uh, which was last mm-hmm. year, um, you Correct. got to play in it, right? Um, what was that right, like? That right, must have been kind right. of neat playing with all those guys who, you know, were out on tour yeah, all those years. Yeah. I mean, that must have been cool.
1: Yeah, it's my my generation and and um and and a little bit older, but I've been able to. You know, it, it, we talked a lot about my dad, the, the, um, I talked to him a lot because when, when we got to the senior PGA, it was right after I turned 50. And, and so my goal was to obviously to, to qualify through our section, uh, go to the national senior club pro and qualified to make it here. Right. And, you know, as, as, um, Faye would have it, my dad passed away the night before the qualifier. Oh and,
0: my, oh my.
1: Uh, yeah, and so I didn't obviously did not play in the qualifier, and even my mom said, "You know, your dad wants you to play." I said, "I'm not playing in the qualifier. <laughs> I said, I'm not worried about it." So it's, it's not a big deal. I'm, I'm going to be here with you and my brothers and and that, and and uh, so fast forward to the spring, and that that uh, spring of 21, I was on a trip with my with my family for spring break, just to get out and play some golf uh, somewhere. And uh, unbeknownst to me, they. The PJ was in Carrie Haig and and uh, that crew were hanging out with um, uh, our staff and our next orchestra general manager and Russ and and some of our board members who were involved with the event and I guess it came about at that dinner. So a week later, I got an invitation to play, which. You know, I just thought it was another email, you know, work email from the PGA. I'm just like right, I'm sure you get a and, ton of PGA emails. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, you know, it's like you know a big deal. So then you you like you read read that one a few times and and uh but it was it was a, a um a really kind of a um an incredible opportunity. My son Banks caddied for me. Yeah. Um he and I put the kind of just because he loves golf, we kind of put the practice playing together and and the club was great our Nick I mentioned a minute ago said hey you got a, a terrific staff go practice and, and play good because I know you can and if you put some work into it it'd be a lot of fun for you But the membership's going to be hundred percent behind you and and all of that and and uh, so it was it was my my mom came in my both brothers were here um, and and uh, my family and and uh, my wife's family were all everybody was here Oh, wonderful! And then Banks and I got to walk inside the ropes and and play, you know, got to play practice rounds and did all of that and and um, uh, got an incredible pairing with Jay Haas and and Tom Lehman. Oh wow, in the, uh, two good in ones, the, yeah, in, in the two rounds. So yeah, I was thinking he might carry, Haig might just kind of tuck me towards the back of the front of the field with with some other club professionals or something like that. And of course, he sticks me right in the middle with two Hall of Fame, you know, players. That I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that made for a few sleepless uh, nights when I got that pairing, but uh, uh, but it was great because they, they're not just Hall of Fame, uh, you know, players They're Hall of Fame gentlemen. Yeah, and uh, it was it was you know I told Banks I said listen I know we you and I are here to to achieve a goal which we did not but we had we achieved you know we had we had fun and, and enjoyed it but I said you're gonna watch two of the best to do it I want you to pay close attention to how they go about the business how they how they compete how they Behave, all of those different things, and um, um, and, and so it was a real educational opportunity for not not just banks but for me too. I'm you know I'm trying to learn to get better as well. And they were they were just first class uh, gentlemen. So didn't play as well as I wanted to. I had a uh, I got hanced over on number ten. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, and it kind of de- it kind of derailed my my round in the first round, but it, mm-hmm. uh, had had some great some great moments and some fun and and hit some good shots and and um uh you know like i said didn't 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 play anywhere close to what i was hoping to play but uh but it was a, it was a great experience and and to share it with banks was uh was really 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 cool
0: oh i bet that was awesome um and i gotta ask you about another experience more recently that must have been awesome uh when uh tiger comes for his practice round yeah, yeah. for this year i mean <laughs> right. i know you got a lot of press about that but i mean have you had you ever played with him or i mean what was that no. the first time uh, with you okay what was Let's that like that, that I, must have I'm, been incredible
1: I, and and I'm I'm a Tiger fan like my dad is. A yeah, I know fan. you. I was going
0: to say you and, and your dad must have had some goat discussions between Hogan and Tiger.
1: We we had a lot of yeah we had a lot of discussions on, on Tiger. I finally won him over, but uh, <laughs> got him over to, to the Tiger camp on on those things. So I'm a I'm a huge fan of Tiger before this, and uh, the reason is that uh, Craig uh, Tiger's first collegiate tournament he played with with Craig, my brother really talking wow. probably wouldn't remember that but but craig wow. would and they were playing a tournament in new mexico and and tiger and craig and alan bratton who's now the coach at, at oklahoma state was a you know player of the year haskins award winner you know stud at oklahoma state and uh craig called me after the round and of course there's no internet there's no you know twitter and instagram and that stuff right and, right and uh and says. So I said, what he you for? He <laughs> was like, when did something happen? And, and uh, he goes, well, I played with Tiger today. I said, oh, no kidding. I said, "He's he as good as everybody says? He goes, nope, he's way better. <laughs> and I said, oh. And uh, he goes, you can't believe how good this guy is. He said, um, he hits it five miles. He gets up and down from everywhere. His putting stroke is perfect. And he would rather, you know, spit on you than say hi to you inside the ropes. He's a competitor. <laughs> You'd love him. Uh he's he's here to win, you know, he's 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 gonna dominate. And um and I'd heard the same thing from Coach Holder at Oakland State, uh, who I'm good friends with and oh yeah. and um so I'm a I'm a I'm a big Tiger fan, so when I got a call from, from the PGA to say, Hey, he's coming in for a practice. I want that work. I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> of course it works. The, uh, uh, I didn't know. The, I know the, was there another option on this? But, the, yeah, we can come, come, come yeah. Another day. I was like, goodness. So um, he goes, I'm going to connect you with Rob McNamara, Tigers, you know, Tigers buddy. And
0: right. Yeah. And
1: um, so I just say, Hey, what do you need? And he said, Hey, we just need two caddies you know, offered rides to try to get him in the back gate. And I was thinking, like, no, no, he goes, you know, people track our tail number now, so they know where we're going. But, um, I said, Hey, if it's okay with you, all caddy, uh, for tiger. And he said, he'd love that just because of the of the change in the golf course. And, and, uh, I said, I've got a, I've got a, you know, soon to be 14 year old son who's about the size of an 18 year old that would love the caddy for you. If that's cool. He goes, no, we, that'd be great. So I didn't tell, I didn't, I had to keep it under wraps. So I didn't tell, right. um, banks i didn't tell my wife um the only people in tulsa that knew were were nick and i and, and, the, and the on-site person for the PJ brian carnes and um so i didn't tell stacy in, in the night the night before i told her and she was really upset that i hadn't shared shared that with her and um <laughs> uh, and the next morning she's like okay i'm glad you didn't tell me there's no way i could have slept this i could have kept that for a week <laughs> uh, knowing that she's a huge tiger fan as well, so yeah. Um, by by, just by happen chance, my son Banks was on the Oklahoma PJ Junior League team that played at Scottsdale last year, and they were the PJ was going to be here on the same day, filming a kind of a promo uh, shot with Team Oklahoma and Cameron Young he mm. was just about to go into orbit right so pj right, P. J. right. Son and exactly and uh, this is right before he just jumped on the star and started going and um they were here and they were filming in our golf performance center and, and during a break I, I told i said hey banks i said have you seen your phone he goes no and he goes mm-hmm. i go i showed him the the flight tracker deal everybody was posted all over twitter he goes is the tiger coming here today i go yeah he goes, that's awesome. He goes, well, I get to see him. I said, oh yeah, you get to see him for about <laughs> eighteen holes. He's like, what? And I said, I told him we we're going to caddy for him. And he fell down on the ground and uh, put his hands over his face. And, and I said, so here's the deal. He said, you know, I don't know. I said, we're 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 you know we're going to have the caddy rules. We're going to keep up, shut up, and and uh, show up. And and uh, and if they talk to us, that's great. If they don't talk to us and they're doing their own deal, that's fine too. We're going to get to watch the best to ever do it for 18 holes. So no phones. Let's just, and and we both concentrated, certainly from my side, I probably concentrated harder on that round than I have any round of my own the past two years. Including last year's senior PGA. (laughs) I just, I wanted to watch it up close. Uh, He he and Rob and Chris uh, were just awesome to hang around with. Um, And very inquisitive about the changes to the golf course. Tiger remembered every shot that He hit, I remember, I'm sure, pretty much every club that he hit. Uh, we he, he asked a lot of questions, of course. I answered every question with, Well, I think you know, what am I gonna tell the goat? <laughs> uh, but I think you want to be over on the left side of this fairway, or I think you want to be you know, on the right side of the screen, whatever it was. And uh, because I was like, oh, man, but it was it was surreal. I mean, it, it really was. And he, he he couldn't have been any nicer to uh to both of us, but you know, banks, and he's got a son that they're similar in age and playing junior golf. So I only took one picture and I was I was throwing a water bottle away on, on, on part three on the back nine, fourteen, And I looked up and the two of them were just walking down the fairway talking.
2: Oh, and I cool. thought,
1: okay, yeah, I got picture of that. Yeah, so I got a picture of the two of them from behind, just, just um, um, really, really cool. And and he, And during the tournament, um you know you, you get a little glimpse of what he has to go through on a daily basis i'm very thankful for his talent for what he's done for the game just to watch it and appreciate knowing how much you know i love golf and love to play golf to see how he does it but but i i hate what he has to go through on it you know he's an icon i mean he's not just yeah. a you know No, he's absolutely I mean, he's a transcendent pop culture and he absolutely um and and uh and so i uh, you know i hate that for him a little bit but i i'm sure that's kind of what what he knows so it's not a big deal but um when he came back for the for the tournament i i met joe lakava and you know had a good conversation he said hey when tiger comes over with the bridge from the range to the practice screen you need to say hi it's like man i said i i kind of saw what he goes through. go no, no 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 he'd be upset if he didn't and um he came over, he had, you know, had the blinders on, like, like all those guys have to have and, and, uh, said hi to him and he stopped and, and, yeah, uh, hugged Banks and put his arm around him and gave him a little grief. And, and, uh, we stopped the breeze for a few minutes and, and it was really, really cool. And then of course, watched him throughout the tournament. And, and, um, uh, I, I, my appreciation, of course, this has come from a super fan, but, but, what he did after he made double bogey on 11 yep. to make the cut yep. is that is the real greatness of that guy. I totally it's not, agree. Yep. you know, winning by 15 and things like that. It's the, it's the miss, not missing cuts, never mailing it in. And here's a guy who has nothing zero to prove. Right. And he stood on 12 T hot late in the day and he grinded out some of the best bars you've ever seen. I think he was, two under the rest of the way yep. uh, from, from, uh, from the last seven holes. And uh, when 99% of the world mails it in and gets on, you know, in his case gets on the Gulf stream, flies back to Jupiter. And then really easy for a lot of people to do that, no chance he does that. And exactly. he's you know, it's just, that's, that's the, that's the talk that Banks and I had um, about that. night. I think that's what makes him different than everybody else is just the, the it's it's that type of never taking a shot off, and that's what actually got me to my dad to kind of jump on the tiger camp uh was, hey, this guy plays the game the right way. He plays the golf course the way it's designed, like you always told us to do. And you may not like the fist pumps and the rah rah you know, stuff that, that Ben Hogan never did, you know, ben, he's like more of a tip of the cap type of guy, but, right. But I think when he kind of really looked at it objectively and said, yeah, this guy does play it the right way. Uh, he plays smart and he never takes a shot off. That was my, that was my, win, that was my winning, uh, argument, you know, my closing statement with him on tiger was, was that <laughs> he does what you tried to tell us to do, right. Is just never take a shot off and, and, uh, uh, so I'm a, I'm a super fan. So that, so that day was, was really special. And I think as banks gets older and, um, and. Oh, he'll always, rem- he'll years. always
0: remember that. Right. He'll yeah. never
1: forget that. Yeah.
0: If I, if I I think yeah. I had read, I I, Kara, I think I read somewhere that, am I right that he sort of used tiger's putter cross-handed or stroke it cross-handed? Or yes, right? I thought, yeah. I, so,
1: <laughs> so that's a funny story is that, you know, the greatest, the greatest club in the history of golf yeah so i mean just, this is you know, we're
0: talking about the scotty yeah. cameron gamer newport yeah. putter
1: right gamer <laughs> right yeah, the newport so i tell you what when i was just taking the cover off on the first screen i mean it, it was it was a it was i mean total total golf geek here you pulling a head cover off like oh my gosh you gotta kid me <laughs> you know and just to be i'm saying hold this putter that that's done all these great things and and uh um and, and so on, seventeen, we had we had all the hole locations from the senior putting tees down and, and that. And I was over on the right side of the green with with Chris and um, Rob and Tiger and Banks were on the left side. And Banks was just watching them putt. They were talking whatever they're talking about. And and he said, "All right, Rob," he said, uh, "closer to the to the tee next to the pro for five bucks." And he goes, "Banks, you got to get in here, but you can't use that that sorry tube ball that Rob uses. You got to use my putter." And I should have pulled my phone out at that point. <laughs> and um uh, and taking a picture but but uh he uh tiger putts rob putts and then banks puts cross-handed you know probably watching jordan speech right and, right uh, right right he um and he goes thanks thanks what are you what are you doing he's like nobody's one's ever used my putter with a cross-handed grip <laughs> and i mean banks stood up and like looked, all the blood rushed out of his face and and uh and tiger just you know flashed that huge smile and said, i'm just messing with you man let's see it and uh he rolled he rolled up to like you know a foot or two from from the tee and he started giving rob a hard time he's like you should have been counting for banks all this time rob you know he <laughs> puts it way better than you do and so it so it was a really really cool moment late in the round because you know uh our membership was very respectful but when they were all sitting on the hillside waiting for him to come around the corner on 18 and and right. uh he had to kind of rush to go get in the car. And so we didn't have a chance to, to, we, we obviously we shook hands and, and did all that on the 18th green before they, we jumped him on a cart and got him, got him up there. But, uh, uh, it, it just a special day. I went through, um, you know, every shot and, and, um, and every yardage and every club that he hit, and, and, uh, just a real neat, I had a, I had a member that's a, a three-time club champion here, just he back won the last two, it's an AI pro back in middle life. I'm coming over to your house. I want to hear every yardage including the shots get So <laughs> we're going to stay on the back patio and 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 uh and, and talk about it. So it uh it was it was a, it was a great day. And
0: Kerry, he looked like he was swinging beautifully, right? I mean, you know, obviously uh, the leg and was, you know, it's a tremendous Yeah. um and and funny, right, with the, you know, talking about Hogan with your dad. I mean, you know, like Hogan, yeah. Yeah, Hogan yeah, right. Overcome right. that injury, yeah. but but, uh, you know, and life-threatening injury like like Hogan had with his car crash in 49. But, um, I mean, the swing looked great, right? I mean, I think you were impressed it, with that.
1: Holy cow. No, he he didn't um, – he didn't – you know, the thing that he – it was cool. He didn't miss a shot left of any target. And, wow. and even the extra shots that he hit. You know, he hit some shots out to the right, uh, hit a few, but – and if he, he – you know, if he hung a driver out to the right, the next one was just a BB – um the three wood and five wood that he carries are just you know they're they're weapons i mean he can do anything he wants he can fly it through any window it's just the between shots i think is the is the is the issue and and i think some of you know later in the tournament this is just a summation it's it's worth exactly what you're paying for but the is that i think the i think even getting into his putting stance it looks like it hurts a little bit yeah and uh and, and um and so I think I think that's bit I mean, the shots there's still speed. He, like I said, he hits it, you know, he he dropped a ball. Uh he was hit trying out a new kind of three iron and uh on thirteen he hit one that looked like most people's eight iron. And, you know, banks wow. looked at me with these big wide eyes, like, Oh my gosh. And then <laughs> Rob said, Hey, yeah, I think with that shaft, I think you can you don't have to try to let's just slide this one lower and it, so he took one wag, I threw a ball down one waggle and it was, you know, two thirds the high as that previous one. Wow. Wow. Without, it didn't look like he did anything different, and uh, so I was—I studied him, uh, you know, as hard as I could. Uh, our greens have been it so I didn't get a chance to watch as much putting as I, you know, where he really was doing stuff. And
0: right, but
1: right. Um, watch watching pitch the ball was was a lot of was a lot of fun as well, and just picked up some things that he, you know, just seeing how he hits different shots. Um, and it, that was that was neat. I, I was talking to uh Chris on the on the front of one of the greens and I had um I had his putter underneath my arm, how I just kinda of hold my putter when I'm waiting for the and uh, he goes, How much do you think putter on your arm's worth? And I said, I know right now I don't know how much it's worth, but I'm really <laughs> nervous holding it. So <laughs> I know, he, you he, know, uh, I I he started I, laughing.
2: Yeah.
0: I know. I'm just laughing. You said when you took off the cover on the first hole, well, you think of, you know, oh. the putts to tie Bob May, right, at that PGA. The putts, you know, the oh, 18th yeah. to Tory Pines, that 12 footer over all that bumpy Poa right. to, you know, get into the playoff with Rocco. Right. I mean, you just think back, I would, if I had that club in my hand, I would just think back to all of those putts, right? All the, the putt, what I mean, remember the Steve Scott, U.S. Amateur when he's down and what was that a 40 footer probably on the 70 on the 40 footer across
1: the green. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, it's just so uh, many,
1: right. (laughs) Yeah, it it is so many. And it's, and it's, uh, um, you know, even here at number eight, you know, in the final round, that one he made broke five feet up there around the green where he. I think he hurt his knee, you know, except in like an irrigation head or something like that. And, and, uh, all, all of the, all of the memories that putter and he have created for all of us that love the game yep. you know, to pull the head cover off of like, Oh my gosh. You know? And, uh, um, but it, it was really, you know, of course when he's chipping, I kind of look down and like, and hold it in my left hand and I'm like, God, I'm like to roll a couple of puts right now, but the, <laughs> um, uh, but, uh,
2: it,
1: it was, um, it was really, it was really cool. The fun day and, and, um, he and Banks talked junior golf tournaments and, and, oh, uh, sure. we talked Dodger what baseball. Did. So that was, yep. that, that was, that was fun. He was at, you know, he was at the 88 game when Kirk Gibson hit the home run.
0: Really? That I did and not know. Wow. He was,
1: he was in the outfield and he was obviously young and, um, what got covered in, he said, I remember getting covered in beer and nachos and all kinds of stuff and had no idea. And I can't believe that story I'd never had never surfaced. Well, i would never said, Well,
0: I thought I had um, read everything about him. I'd never heard that. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, um, so, yeah, you know, that's yeah,
0: awesome. Great. Oh, what an awesome day! So, and I know I'm keeping you. I I do want to just maybe kind of as we wrap up a little bit. I um back to sort of the day to day life as the director of call uh-huh. after all those highs of major right. tournaments at Southern Hills and um kind of get your take a little bit as someone you know like you you know nationally recognized director of golf you know one of the one really one of the leaders of, of among club pros in the pga i'm sure you saw that golf digest article that you know um sure. painted kind of a dark uh, picture unfortunately of club pro life and you know as you sit here i mean you know in your, your early 50s you've had this great um career um you know wichita at southern hills kind of what would what advice would you give to someone who's a you know a young person starting out and they gee, they look at that article, it sounds pretty dark. I mean, what do, what would you sort of say about the life as a club pro? What advice would you give someone?
1: Well, that's a that's a heck of a question and obviously timely topic. Um you know, I think and I'm gonna plagiarize a little bit from uh my Wichita Country Club Days and and Mr. Mr. Charles Coke, but um, I think that if, if you do, if you do something that's fulfilling to you, um, uh, I think that's, that's starting, you know, that's a good starting point. So, um, taking care of people, what I, what I've learned about myself is that I enjoy, um, taking care of people. I, I, I get that everybody on this planet, uh, has their own pile of junk that they're dealing with. Right. right. And. When uh, it doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter how many, what kind of car you have, what kind of home you have, whatever it is, every single person has to deal with, with those types of things. And um, when our membership and their families and their guests come through this, I want them to forget about that for four hours or five hours, however long they are on property. And so I enjoyed that piece of it, maybe more than any, actually more than any piece of it. And I, and I, and I previously mentioned, I love the game. Like yeah. I love to practice. I love to I love to play. I love uh, putting contests. Uh, you know, whatever it is, I enjoy uh, uh, trying to learn uh, more about the game and you know improve my game or whatever it is. And so I take those two things. That that makes it kind of an easy job for me, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 weekends and holidays. I think you and I both know that's that's a real tough piece of the job from a family standpoint, from a, you know, you need to have a balance. I I don't know that you can have, I don't know. I'm I'm not, I'm not a person trying to get work life balanced like 50, 50. It's just that, uh, I think the key is that, uh, um, I think it's important to understand that, that successful people all have to work hard. Yeah, and uh, and and if you're keeping score of how many hours you're working and things like that, you're probably missing the point in both home and uh, and work. It's just my opinion, um, and so I I do think that now the flip side of that is that like every other business in the world, can we get better? Absolutely. Should we, you know, do be creative? In how we do things? We we've morphed our our staff is is vastly different when I got here. We have more assistants, uh, mm-hmm. we have a different type of scheduling, we have more time for them to get away um, from the club. Uh, all of the name of, of, you know, when you're here, let's kill it. Let's, let's yeah. knock it out of the park while you're here. And and um, and so I think that I think that in uh, golf's booming and there's fewer people getting into the business. So, you know, if it was a if it was a financial market, probably the time to get in, right? Right, right, that's true. So it's right, uh, right. it's, uh, uh, so it's, yep. um, it's um, but I just don't know anybody that, that's real successful that didn't you know that is out to earning that doesn't have to work hard. Uh, I think we need to find better ways to to make sure that that people can keep their their batteries charged, uh, and not not just the assistance, but the superintendents and the food and beverage crew and the tennis, you know, professionals and, and the head golf professionals and the head tennis professionals that, that we've got to, um, you know, be good examples as well. Get, you know, when I leave here, I don't, you know, I'm not calling and checking in on them. I, 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 trust, right. I trust our crew to, to do what they're, what they're doing. But I, it's, um, uh, I think we need to have better compensation and, and better, and it, but I don't think that's the big driver. I think it's more time.
2: Yes, I agree. And having,
1: having, uh, having time. But, but I think that, you know, I'm talking on both sides of the, of the fence here because if you don't have a love for the game, then we can give you all the time in the world you want. You're probably not going to be very good at what we do. Right. You, and it's That's probably right. better to go, go find something else to do. So it's, it's, um, and it's, it's again, you know, everybody that, that I work with here, the, the number one thing we talk about is, like, you need to do what's fulfilling to you. And the ones who love the game are higher achievers of the staff that I've worked with, and that's been the case for 20 plus years now. Is ones yep. who dig, you know, dig the game, whether it's they turn on Golf Channel or they love to practice or they love to play in tournaments. Those are the ones that usually just do a better job, and they're also the ones that are liked by the membership a little bit more. Just you know, uh, and that's just it's kind of a blanket statement, but um, I feel like it's it's a, it's a number one thing but i i personally i love taking care of people and i love making a, an impact on their day uh, hopefully in a positive manner and uh, that's rewarding to me that's fulfilling to me to use that to use that word um and uh, uh and to take a little load off their plate uh for a few hours because i know when they pull back out of here they got to go deal with the same thing that everybody else in the world has to deal with <laughs> And uh, <laughs> right. so it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's, it's how you deal with it, right? It's just, it's no different than a, than a bad shot or a bad hole in golf. It's how you respond to that is, is, is what, you know, is the determining factor of how successful or not successful you are. So it's uh, that article, I know our general manager uh, shared it with all of our committee uh, chairs and board members and all that. And, and uh, he's been very uh, proactive on, on those things not just with golf but for everybody else here because we need to uh, we need to take care of the people who who make it happen every day you know i, I it sounds kind of weird but the the culture of a club is really not and it shouldn't be if you start thinking about it, it shouldn't really be dictated by the membership right it should be the people who are here every day right are the ones that kind of have the atmosphere you know the the attitude you know if we have great attitudes. People can feel that if we work well together, if we if all the departments are friendly and, and, and respect the other one's, um, job and, 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 the, their role and the success of the club, you feel that And conversely, you feel it if it's not. And, uh, so, um, uh, you know, it's, you know, I've heard of, annual, you know, board members getting up an annual meeting and say, Hey, you need to come support your club. It's like, yeah, you really don't. You need to, we need to give you a reason to support it. Right. And, and, uh, so finding people that, that enjoy, um, you know, serving and enjoy the game and, um, you know, our, our, kind of rule here is not rule, but just they get started hearing it is, is listen, we want to be the very best, but we're also not curing cancer. Right. So let's have fun <laughs> being the very best. So it's, uh, it's, uh, we, we want to be good. We, we try to correct our mistakes. We try to learn from our mistakes and, and do all that but at the same time we're not we're not um again saving lives or are not curing cancer and so let's have some perspective and again i think that's the magic of where you feel things um hopefully better when you when you come to southern hills is that uh, uh you, you feel that throughout our staff and, and throughout your time from the front gates to the, to the 18th green
0: Oh, I have no doubt you do. With you, you as one of the leaders here for sure. Do you do you do you get? You know, it, it's such a huge job. I know you have a great staff. Do you get to you get to play much still? I mean, are you try to keep your game in order? I know you've got so many balls. You no,
1: absolutely. No, no. I, 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 uh, uh, I can go and way I, I had the last two years since senior senior PGA. I haven't played as much, and you know, consequently, haven't played uh, as. Uh, as well as I'd like, but um, you know, I'm playing Wednesday and Thursday with some. We have some members that have some friends coming down from Cherry Hills to play with Andrew Shuck and and some of those guys. And yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm a late add to a to a membership to England for six days. So I mean, oh, I wonderful. Oh, uh, that's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit some balls after we got off the phone with my son when he gets here. Like <laughs> I, we're we'll working on uh, some sort of studio to put in our garage. You know, I'm gonna, oh wow. So I I love it. So I I I love play and um and play in tournaments i love to i love to uh so i'm hopeful that with all that all the tournament stuff, kind of in the rearview mirror for a while that i can get back to playing in our section events and at some of the other events around the country throughout the year because i i dig it it's fun
0: oh that's awesome well I'll, before i let you go i gotta i gotta close one circle tell me how you became a dodger fan
1: <laughs> so and uh <laughs> That's a good question. And, and it's, it's a little long winded again. That's it, okay. That's okay. Um, the, so I grew up with the Yankees and Dodgers, you know, in the, in the late seventies and that, in that era
2: yeah, going head to
1: head. So I, you know, I watched, right. I loved baseball as I mentioned earlier. Uh, my mom is from Houston. So I followed, I followed the, um, um, I followed the Astros. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not very happy with them after 2017.
0: Yeah. And right. um,
1: the, the, um, but when we were in Wichita, so I, and, and my roommate in college was, was uh, the son of Bobby Mercer, the legendary oh, Yankee. Oh, sure. Of course, yeah. uh, and I should, I should tell you, I, I, grew so, up,
0: I grew up in central Connecticut, so I'm a big Yankees fan. So I remember all those. Okay. Yeah. So, so
1: I, I, do, I, I, I do. Yeah. I, do. I, I, the Yankee brand. And I'm a, I still can't believe it tour Yankee, old Yankee stadium. Oh, was, I, know. Uh, I know. Just amazing to me. I just can't believe it did that, but the, um, and so, basically, our, our, some of our closest uh, family friends in Wichita—they were from the East Coast and working for Charles Koch—and and, and uh, he was a big baseball fan. His dad was a big Dodgers fan back from the Brooklyn days. Okay. And I said, you know, so we started kind of talking about baseball and loving that. And when my son was born, like the first or second hat anybody ever gave him was a was a you know uh, on field fifty nine fifty New Era Dodger hat. And, uh, so people around town knew banks from from wearing the Dodgers hat or the, or the Chargers lightning bolt hat. Those are the two things we wore around okay. all the time. So we, we started, you know, this is like, this is inside 20 years. So 20 years ago or so, um, uh, we started kind of following. and we'd go to a series and, you know, if they're in Kansas city or if they were in you know Colorado or St. Louis, something like that. And, and we checked out some games and then we started just kind of getting more and more into my wife smoke Oklahoma state. I'm an OU guy. So we couldn't agree on college, you know, stuff. <laughs> so this was the one team <laughs> that everybody could kind of, could, could kind of cheer for. And then, um, and it kind of hit warp speed when we moved here because the Dodgers double A affiliate is in Tulsa and triple A. Oh, I didn't know
0: that. Oakland okay. State. Okay. Yeah,
1: So the Tulsa drillers played right down the street from where we live. And uh, we watched, Seeger and Bellinger and Bueller. Oh and, wow! Wow, you saw you them all. Know, come more more there. people come cut watch them all come through there, and then you know rehab starts for Kershaw and,
2: and right
1: some of those things, and, and we we try to go uh, to every um, at least one series a year in L.A. and then try to catch them on the road somewhere, uh, you know, close proximity. We've caught them in Colorado for a few yeah, four or five times now, uh, just because we, we go to Colorado when it's hot up here for, for a week or so with our family. And, um, and it just became, you know, part of, of what we do. We literally, we have maybe 15 TVs in our house. It's, it's, it's overkill. Wow. All 15 tonight <laughs> will be on the Dodger game. So <laughs> my, my my wife <laughs> may flip out and watch like soccer or something like that. We'll have, we'll have the entire, we, we, we sign up. I've got it on my phone. I, and uh, and we've got even got some we've got a good group of Dodger fans here at the club and we've got a text thread called Let's Go Dodgers that is you know we're we're complaining about you know Dave Roberts you know bullpen decision or so and so not hitting right or whatever it is it's kind of funny but um, and Banks I think is twenty four and one in person watching the Dodgers
0: oh I'm my oh my that's, that's amazing
1: that so if we ever need a slum bus uh breaker we need to have banks come in and, and watch the Dodgers in person I'll tell first, you you so.
0: got that they, they are a juggernaut this year. Um
1: I think they're gonna be tough.
0: Uh, yeah, but yeah. they're trotting out three MVPs every time they take the field. I mean they got no one lineup.
1: Yeah. I mean incredible. it is a heck of a lineup. when you got we got an old MVP bat ninth or eight. Yeah. You know <laughs> in, in in Bellinger. I mean it's it's uh uh that's kind of a daunting because you know you start the lineup with um with those three mvps and then you oh by the way you know your eight hole your nine hole guy is a a 20 was the 2019 mvp yeah so um yeah it's and rookie of the year so that's that's pretty that's a pretty daunting yeah i mean they were strong enough already they pick
0: up freddie freeman right i mean it's it's quite a line right
1: right yeah yeah it it (laughs) is and one of our members here gave me uh he came in and he loves swag golf and he, he bought me a, a putter cover with the the Dodger logo and a Dodger mm. dog on it. And mm. my reaction to it, he was like, man, I didn't, I didn't, I thought it was cool. I just didn't think you were going to like it that much. And we walked out and put it on my putter. And, and, uh, so he, he, um, um, but yeah, I, well, I, I love it. I, I like, I love the Dodgers much. I love the Sooners. So it's, uh, <laughs> Those are those are the two teams that I always uh always watched no matter what sport it is. That
0: is that is high praise if you're putting them with the Sooners, I know. Um yeah. but uh Carrie, yeah, this has been fantastic. I I know I kept you a long time, but this was so much fun to talk to you about all this stuff. You so bet. I appreciate all of your patience and and, um, you know, again, congratulations on such a great championship and all the great stuff that's going on at Southern Hills and your f- fantastic career. I Thank really you. appreciate you
1: spending the time with us. You bet. My, my pleasure. It's good, good to talk to you and, and uh, look forward to crossing paths with you soon.
0: Absolutely.